Welcome to the RYM Student Podcast, helping you fit God's truth into your life. Reflecting on biblical truth is vital for the life of the believer. We hope this podcast will encourage you in your walk with Jesus. The following was recorded at one of Reformed Youth Ministries conferences. The audio might not be clear, but the message is. We hope you enjoy it. John also talked about this last night. He talked about the, the woman and why she was there at noon. She was there at noon because she was ashamed. And, and if, we, if we talk about mercy and where mercy is going to grow, if you think of it like a plant, it's like you have to fertilize, you have to till the ground, you, know, you have to work the soil, then you have to fertilize it, make sure that it's suitable for growing something, you have to plant the seed. The place where mercy is going to be planted and it's going it's to spring up and grow into something beautiful is a place of shame. It's, that's what mercy you know, mercy is the answer to our shame. And this woman has a powerful shame, okay, because she is going out of her way to avoid being reminded of the wreck that she's made of her life, to avoid a huge amount of shame or what we would call a bigger deal. She knows she's going out of her way to avoid it. And a lot of you have shame, and some of it's private shame, okay, some of it we don't know about, right? But some of it, it's public shame, and you are going way out of your way to avoid it. But that is where God will meet you. What did John say last night? He said that in the place uh, where you're the weakest, in the place where you feel the most shame, that that is where God's going to meet you. And this is the place where this woman's shame was, like, brought to the forefront. And that is where, that's where we can find mercy, all right? Now, how does, God, how does Jesus Christ show this woman mercy, like, how does he show her mercy? Like, not, I mean, I know he's the son of God. He's going to die on the cross. I know all that. But how, how does he do it? And I want you to know something, and this is something that, for our purposes, is very important today, is what is the first thing that Jesus says to this woman? Anyone with their Bible open know? Yes, he says, thank you. I'm going to repeat it because they might not be able to hear you. But he says, "Will you?" He says, "Please give me a drink of water." He asked her for a drink of water. Now, why is that important? That is that's very important, okay? Because what Jesus has done, all right, is Jesus has dignified this woman, all right? He has not treated her like a lot of people in her town probably treated her like the town slut okay, or the whore, or whatever. I don't know whatever word I need to say that I'm allowed to say in the elective that you can't say in large group, or whatever. You know, I don't know, in the 50s, they would call her the hussy, or whatever it is. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But, like, this is, that's who she is, okay? All right, that is her reputation, all right? And he, he does not treat her according to her reputation. He asks her for something. He asks her to help him. Now, does Jesus need her help to get the water? Jesus walks on freaking water. Do you think he needs help getting the well water out? No, absolutely not. He, does not. he doesn't need her help. He's stronger than her, but he puts her on level terms with himself. They're not on level terms, okay? They're not, all right? But he puts her up there with him. They're both thirsty people who need a drink. He treats her like she was the person she was made to be, not who the person she's become. For more information on RYM Student Conferences, 
visit rym.org forward slash conferences.